We're talking with Julian Fantino. Uh, Julian, speaking of morale, how are you doing this morning? I mean, you're getting pummeled right now in some uh, areas of the media. Uh, just to let me just quote here the Toronto Star headline, it stinks to high heaven when top cops are shilling pot. That's uh, a Toronto Star writer. Uh, and then there are other people in the media that are saying, you know, that, you know, they're calling you a hypocrite. So I wanted to have you on the show to talk about that, because the reason why they're calling you a hypocrite is that you are now executive chairman of Alifia, uh, which uh, they are describing as uh, Canada's first self-styled patient clinic uh, centric cannabis based network. Rather, uh, do tell how are you well, feeling? I'm feeling great, actually. I'm very proud of uh, what we have uh, put together. With very honorable people, by the way, people who have served and are, are professional in every aspect of their careers and who have seen the merit, the worth, the value of uh, this particular medical treatment for people who are uh, chronic sufferers of pain, uh, the, the whole issue of post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, things like uh, like sleep deprivation, all these kinds of issues, and people being plied with opiates. And we all know about the opiates crisis that's out there. So we were motivated, a bunch of us were motivated to to explore the possibility of trying to get people off of opiates, providing them with a kind of, uh, of medical support that uh, would, uh, would be helpful in their particular situation. And that's as a result of uh, much research, a great deal of advice, uh, consulting with people who are very knowledgeable in this space, medical people. And at the end of the day, I am absolutely very proud, uh, in spite of all of the, uh, the the nonsense that you hear out there from people who are basically uninformed, uneducated, talking heads who don't know what they're talking about. And uh, th- there's a differential to be made between... But- I, I just want to stop you for two seconds because yeah, you're ahead. saying, you know, uninformed and, and uneducated. I don't know that that's necessarily true uh, because back in the day, you know, uh, your job in law, law enforcement, you know, was not to know, not to question the validity of medicinal marijuana. You put a lot of people in jail and I'm not piling on here. I'm just saying that you even said there are statements that they, you know, um, cite where you say I'm completely opposed to legalization of marijuana. You know, this is the type of drug that is mind-altering and does have an impact on cognitive ability. And there was a time when you were against it. Now, I'm not saying people can't change their minds and you didn't have, you know, a come-to-Jesus moment. And I just want you to explain to people when that happened, when you decided to change your mind, because you have put a lot of people in jail for smoking pot in the past. And now there's, uh, you know, you've, you've seen that marijuana can be helpful with the treatment of chronic pain. So I think it's fair that some people might look at you as a hypocrite. I want you to explain when things turn around for you and why you don't see yourself as a hypocrite right now well there's i never consider myself a hypocrite i i basically operate on on the value system the knowledge and and the kinds of things that i have governance over which is decisions i make based on uh, on my values and the kinds of things that i i ascribe to but anyway there's a big difference between marijuana as we know it and and medicinal cannabis uh the gatekeeper to all of this is always a medical profession uh, professional. Uh, this is the kind of thing that's done after an assessment. And I, I came to realize the importance of this particular medicine, if you will, when I was uh, uh, in Veterans Affairs, when we had a lot of veterans who were going through a very difficult time managing their pain or trying to, uh, their family quality of life was deteriorating. They, they, they had problems sleeping, post-traumatic stress disorder and all of that. And that's where I began to do the research because I was lobbied heavily by veterans groups in that to have the government 
uh, uh, provide to veterans uh, medical uh, cannabis as opposed to opiates and all of that. And, and that's how the, the conversion, if you will, and it wasn't conversion at all because we're talking about marijuana as we used to know it in my profession as an illegal substance, contrary to the laws of the land. This is not a, a, a legal and proper and, 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 uh, and well used by the medical profession for the past 20 years in Canada. Some it's people legal. would say that it is still the same substance, no, although... It's not. How no, so? it's not. It, it, it's it's the, the kind of product that's uh, through, through the, the science that's developed over the years. Uh, there's uh, the absence of uh, tetrahydrocannabinol, which is the psychoactive component, uh, it's dispensed uh, as an oil or as, uh, as other uh, uh, methods. Well, so you're saying that all medicinal marijuana has no THC in it? It's just no. CBD? No, it, it has some, and, and it's regulated. So there's different levels? There's different levels, and, and medical professionals who ascribe, uh, who, who order, uh, after an assessment, who order the medical cannabis, uh, they are able to adjust, as they do with other medicine, the quantity, the dose, uh, the dose that's correct. So there, there's a big there's a big difference between mm-hmm. uh, my my career in policing where I enforce the laws of the land and now migrating to something that is very very uh, much an uptake with the medical profession and besides is the validation it, to all of this is really the patients the people sure. are benefiting from it and is the difference that when you're enforcing the law it's not your job to question the validity of the laws. No, you just do. You do it. Look, I, I spent 40 years in law enforcement. There was a lot of things that I, I did uh, as per my oath of office that I may not have agreed with or ha- didn't have the liberty to make the choice. And uh, you, you work within the system. And I did that honorably, ethically, professionally. I have no regrets whatsoever. But you know what? Excuse me. At my age, mm-hmm. my time in life, my learning, my opportunity to help others now, I shouldn't do that. I'm going to keep on doing it. All right. Well, I want to ask you a quick question about this. So um, what do you think of the Wynn government proposing that the medicinal marijuana be taxed at the same amount as recreational marijuana? Because yesterday we had a great doctor on. He's an emergency doctor. His name is Dr. Price. And he uh, he's not in favor of it at all because his mission is the same as, you know, the mission that you say you're on, and that's to treat opioid addiction with cannabis. And, you know, he's, he's absolutely right. Uh, this is probably the best thing that's come along in a long, long time to help us deal with the opioids crisis. But, you know, I, I don't want to come across as a scientist here. I, I, right. So what do you, how do you feel about the taxation? The, the taxation issue, we should make the, the, the use uh, of properly uh, prescribed or properly ordered uh, cannabis, medical cannabis, absolutely available as as with a- any other medicine because it's working better than other medicines that are now prescribed, uh, such as opiates. And so I you're saying that, no tax? Well, I'm I'm saying that the government should facilitate the 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 exponential uh, growth of this particular medicine in a way that's going to be uh, a better outcome than those who are taking opiates right now. Okay, so right now uh, you're not taxed on any other medication. Are you saying that marijuana, medicinal marijuana should not be taxed? Well, I, I don't think it should be. Okay. I, th- I think it should be treated as, as a very valuable medicine. As I said, it's probably the best response to the opioids crisis that's come along in a long time. You know, yesterday you said when you were opening Alifia. By the way, is that an acronym for anything? Well, <laughs> you, you know how names are developed. <laughs> I really I can't even tell you what it means exactly okay. other than... 
it's it's a very uh, very very representative of what we're trying to do. Sure. Yeah. You said it's not a, a marijuana business. We're in the health delivery system, and that yeah. is the focus. Um, beyond yeah. marijuana, what is happening as far as you say, uh, you know, that you're not um, dispensing marijuana. So what exactly happens at Alifia? Well, what happens in essence is uh, a person would be assessed by a medical practitioner, and that assessment may or may not result in, in them being uh, given an, an authorization to access uh, medical cannabis, which then they would do independent of us uh, through any one of the licensed uh, um, producers uh, in, in the country. Mm-hmm. And and we also then would support that patient uh, throughout that 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 the stage of, of getting them into the into the cannabis cannabis treatment medical cannabis treatment and and along with other health issues that they may also experience with which we can help them or refer them to someone else so and what so happens what, when they come in the clinic well what happens when they come, they're assessed uh-huh. they're, obviously they're greeted uh, the, the usual uh, introductory forms and and, uh, and other documentation and then we make an assessment as to who now, next needs to see this person, and and we take it from there. Not not unlike uh, people coming into a, a clinic as we experience it uh, otherwise. But but the thing I want I want to stress is th- this is a holistic approach. It's not only about medical cannabis. It's about a whole lot of things. It could be uh, physical issues. It could be any number of other issues that we can certainly help. Uh, the people through our network of professionals. I'm a, I'm slightly confused. I'm sorry. I have to go back here, Julian. Uh, so when they come in, you said that it's not a marijuana uh, business. Um, it's a health delivery system, and I get that because you're going to be working holistically on you know the whole problem. I understand there'll be some massage involved and things like that. But beyond marijuana, like you're not dispensing marijuana as no, that they can take out of the building. Is there use no. of marijuana within the clinic? No, not 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 a drop. There's nothing like that there. As I mentioned earlier, if the patient is determined to be a candidate for medicinal cannabis, mm-hmm. uh, a medical professional would write that that uh, order, and the person at the clinic would, at the clinic. Okay, and then that person would have to access a a provider, uh, which would then result in in the patient being provided the dose and the quality quality and, and the quantity of, of medical cannabis that uh, the medical practitioner has determined would be appropriate. Got you. Finally, I've got you here. Uh, so we're yesterday- also doing education. Don't forget that because there's a lot of learning to be done here. And, you know, a lot of the a lot of the, the noise that's being made, as I pointed out earlier, Kelly, I'm sorry to say, is mm-hmm. just lack of education, lack, lack of information. So we hope... Well, and also, out. you know, when people have a change of heart, uh, you know, and, and a lot of times, you know, uh, people didn't know you were going to go this way, you know, when you were, you know, staunchly opposed to marijuana and now you're, you know, in favor of the benefits and, and where it can be used in society, you know, people then go, what? I, I, you know, they, they wonder. And that's why we wanted to give you an opportunity to be on the show to speak for yourself because you. uh, kind of being skewered right now in the media. So I thought I'd well, give you an opportunity to speak. Well, the important thing is that people should realize that as human beings, we all have an opportunity to learn to to appreciate uh, new and different ways of doing things. I mean, that, that's an evolution of, of a sophisticated society, and I think that I'd like to belong to that. Well, I think you do. I think you definitely have evolved, that's for sure. There's been a change of heart. Julian, I appreciate your time today on the show. 
Anytime. Thank All right. You. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Julian Fantino, former chief of police. Now he is the uh, chief uh, executor of Alifia. Don't ask me what it means. He can't tell you either.